0: and welcome to this episode of the Trial Talk podcast. My name is Annabelle South and in this episode we'll be looking at a subject that is close to my heart, sharing results with trial participants. In fact there's so much to explore on this topic, this is the first of two episodes looking at this. In this first episode we'll be focusing on why it is important and the next one we'll look at how we actually do it. My role at the MRC Clinical Trials Unit is that of Policy, Communications and Research Impact Coordinator, which is all about making sure we communicate about our trials to the right audiences in the right ways. When I joined the unit 10 years ago, I naively thought that sharing results with the people taking part in our trials should be straightforward. We've usually followed them up for years, collecting complex data, so passing on results should be a piece of cake. To quote the film Hail Caesar, with the were so simple, I first realized that this was an area needing further work back in 2016 when I helped to run a series of patient roadshows around the UK to share results from some of our large cancer trials. Having previously worked on producing a beautiful plain English summary of results in collaboration with patient representatives, then having the summaries professionally printed and then thousands of copies sent out to sites to pass on to participants, I was surprised and disappointed to meet participants who wanted the results but hadn't found them out these participants were upset or angry that they hadn't been told what the studies they contributed to had found. Clearly, despite our hard work, our existing way of doing things was not working well enough. This led me to look at the published literature to see what was known about how best to share results with participants. Sadly, the published literature didn't answer all my questions. What it does tell us is that most participants in trials want to be informed of trial results, that many never get to find them out. A recent survey by Schroeter et al. of authors of trials published between 2014 to 15 found that only a quarter had disseminated results to participants. Some of the barriers reported in the literature to sharing results of participants include lack of resources, uncertainty about how to do it, concerns around data protection, thinking participants don't want to know, and concern about whether participants will be able to understand the results or find them upsetting. So, from the published literature, it seems that most trial participants want to be informed of the results of trials they've taken part in. Why does receiving these results matter to them? Here's what Eva, a patient representative on the ICON8 and Show Respect trials, had to say. Her words are read by my colleague, Kate.
1: The patient's participation in the clinical research can be very demanding and requires a great deal of commitment. It can inconvenience the patients in terms of their time and travel due to the higher than in the standard therapy number of medical appointments. However, it doesn't guarantee the access to the experimental drug or treatment. It doesn't offer any certainty that its study agent or therapy is actually going to work either. In addition, there is always a certain degree of risk that the participation in the clinical trial can result in discomfort and in serious side effects. Does it mean that the patients enter the trial and do not benefit at all from taking part in it? Of course, that's not the case there are great advantages of taking part in clinical research, such as an opportunity to get access to an innovative treatment before it is available to everyone else, to receive a higher number of checkups, to help others in getting a more effective treatment in the future, and or to have one's life saved or extended. Nonetheless, until now, there's been very little evidence, if at all, that there have been any appreciation of the trial patient's selflessness and contribution to the advancement of medical science by the clinical research community. Show Respect is one of the first studies in the UK attempting to redress the balance between the expectations and objectives of the cancer research scientific community and that of the trial patients. By having sought to find the best ways to communicate the results of the cancer study, it has placed the trial participant at its centre. It doesn't only show and commands respect towards the trial participants, as the study title indicates, but more importantly, it elevates the status of the trial patient to that of a partner. In show respect study, the patients are no longer passive participants.
0: So sharing results with participants seems to be important to the people we depend on to do our studies, the participants who volunteer to take part, often at the expense of extra risk or inconvenience. It was clear from my initial literature search that there was not good evidence on how best to do it. So I decided it was time for that to change. The Show Respect study aimed to find out more about how to share results of trial participants. It took place within the ICON-8 ovarian cancer treatment trial. Different hospitals that were part of ICON-8 were randomised to share the ICON-8 results in different ways, using either a basic or an enhanced webpage, sending a printed summary by post or not, and inviting participants to sign up to an email list or not inviting them to join the email list. We then asked participants for feedback on how the results were shared. We also carried out qualitative interviews with both participants and site staff involved in sharing the results. So why did Eva agree to join the study steering group for Show Respect? Prior to joining the steering
1: committee of the Show Respect team, I was already involved in the ICON-8 trial, having acted as its patient safety representative. Thus, an opportunity to become engaged in Show Respect study in a way felt like an organic progression. Naturally, I was overjoyed when offered a prospect of being involved in the study that had been linked to the trial for which I have already acted as a patient representative. But more than anything, I was thrilled to be granted an opportunity of contributing to the study being so different from any other studies with which I had been earlier associated and even more with a focus so close to my heart. A study that examined the patient's preferences and encouraged them to express their feelings, thoughts and opinions a research project that was actually interested in hearing about the patient's experience in the trial in finding out about the participants' reactions to the trial results and to the methods of the findings dissemination. The study also boasted a high quality qualitative content and therefore required assistance with design of surveys for the interviews and questionnaires for the study participants. It had also called for a great deal of the communication and exchange of ideas with Annabelle South, who was in charge of this fascinating and immensely rewarding project.
0: 43 UK hospitals took part in the Show Respect study, and 180 women from the ICON-8 trial returned questionnaires. Of those, 93% said they had wanted to know the results. For some of the women I interviewed, this interest went back to when they joined the trial, and was even a motivating factor in joining the trial for some of them. Throughout this episode, Kate will read some quotes from the interviews I carried out with the women taking part in the trial
1: point of when I joined the trial was because I wanted to know what the outcomes would be and how that would affect us in the future.
0: Others said that when they joined the trial, learning the results was not a major focus for them because of the challenges they were facing at the time around dealing with a cancer diagnosis and chemotherapy. Some participants had been actively seeking results throughout the course of the ICON-8 trial, asking site staff during follow-up visits. Some patients were keen to find out the results because they wanted to know how they had been affected by trial participation.
1: From my point of view, I'm waiting with bated breath almost to see what the results of that outcome will be, only because I know indirectly it may affect
0: me. For others, receiving the results was about knowing that they had contributed to something and gaining closure.
1: I do think they are important because, as I say, it sort of underlines things and finishes it off. And I know I've been part of something and that there's been some conclusions and results from.
0: These motivations for finding out trial results mirror the motivations for taking part in the ICON-8 trial, which are around the perceived benefits of trial participation to themselves, such as access to potentially better treatment approaches and increased monitoring, and benefits to other patients in the future from what the trial finds. So most of the participants wanted to find out the results. How did they feel having received them? 88% of participants reported being glad they had found out the results, while only 3% reported regretting finding out the results. In the qualitative interviews, nearly all participants talked about being pleased or glad to receive the results. ICON-8 found no benefit from weekly chemotherapy regimens compared to the standard of care three-weekly regimen. For some participants, particularly those in the ICON-8 control group who had three-weekly chemotherapy, Receiving the results gave them reassurance or relief as it told them they had not missed out on a superior treatment. That does open the question of whether emotional responses to receiving the results would have been different had the results shown a clear benefit from one of the arms. Receiving the results of the trial was a positive experience for some participants because it made them feel part of something worthwhile and gave them a sense of completion.
1: It makes it more worthwhile having done it, I think it doesn't leave anything unfinished or in the air or doesn't leave me wondering so that I know that it's been completed and all those other women have taken part. It's quite special, really, I suppose. 1,500 women in the world from different countries. And we've all been part of the same thing. It's quite powerful stuff.
0: However, 16% of participants strongly or slightly agreed that they found the results upsetting. This is higher than the proportion regretting finding out the results suggesting that while some participants were upset by the results, they still didn't regret having received them. Several participants, mostly but not exclusively from the ICON-8 intervention arms, spoke of being disappointed that the results didn't show a benefit from one of the new treatment schedules. That disappointment was tempered by the understanding that you need to do trials to find out whether or not things work.
1: I was a bit disappointed, really, because I thought, well, gone to all this trouble, and that's obviously not a crucial factor. But on the other hand, when you think about it, at least they've eliminated that as a potential factor. So that's the way it works, isn't it? That's what you have to do. You have a theory and test it.
0: 80% of participants reported that they found the results easy to understand. There was no evidence of a difference in the proportion of people reporting the results were easy to understand by education level. Participants described the information as clear, easy to understand and not too technical. However, some women did struggle to understand the results. For some, this difficulty in understanding the results led them to be unsatisfied with how the results were communicated. Nearly all the women I interviewed seemed to understand the results and the summaries they gave of what the results showed and their implications were generally accurate reflections of the trial findings. However, for some patients, it had taken them a while to reach that understanding, and their understanding had changed over time. Some women struggled with the amount of information given, and others struggled to understand that a trial might not produce a clear winner. So their understanding of what the results showed was accurate, but they were confused about the implications of that. Some of the site staff I interviewed told me they had not had many questions from participants, which made them think that maybe participants were not interested in the results. However, the results from patients does not support this. Many patients understood the results and had no further questions, while some of those with questions did not want to bother busy health workers, saving their questions for their next clinic visit rather than contacting their research nurse or doctor about it specially. Well, 93% of Icon 8 participants said they wanted the results. That leaves 7% who didn't. The reasons for not wanting to know included not wanting to learn that others had done less well than they had, worry about what the results would show, feeling like the results are not relevant to them now or will not make any difference to their situation, and wanting to believe that the treatment they had was the best. The two-step process we used in Show Respect where participants were informed that the results were available and how to access them or how to opt out from the printed summary, rather than just sharing the results with everyone, was important. Respondents who did not want to know the results seemed to be happy with this two-step approach, and no one who didn't want to know the results ended up finding them in the whole of the Show Respect study. So what do these results mean for future trials? Here's what Eva thinks.
1: The show respect study findings demonstrate that the overwhelming majority of the trial participants wishes to know the outcome of the trial, even if that outcome is not of a major clinical significance. It also indicates that the most trial patients are genuinely interested in the meaning of their participation in the trial from the medical science development point of view. These study outcomes make me hopeful about the future of clinical research and therefore about the future of the healthcare. It seems to me that those patients who have had positive clinical research experience, whose voices have been heard and whose contribution to the medical science development development had been acknowledged, would be more likely to sign up for the future clinical trials and to encourage others to take interest and even to participate in a clinical research study. This doesn't mean, however, that the decades of patients' mistrust towards the clinical researchers and healthcare professionals that has been one of the primary barriers to patients' participation in the clinical research can be, can be overcome overnight. Nevertheless, the study offers a hope that in the near future, if it is not happening already, that there is a strong possibility that trial participants will become as stakeholders in the clinical research t- trial and thus will be able to shape the clinical research decision making process. In the years of my involvement in the clinical research as a patient advocate, I have had a first hand opportunity to notice that there have been an ever growing need for the incorporation of patients perspective in the clinical research a call for the better understanding and managing of study patients' goals and expectations, as well as that of the scientific community. Ten years ago, there was very little, if any, dialogue between the two parties. Once the participation time of the trial patient in the study was over, the patient had never heard from the study research team again, and he was left wondering as to the purpose of his involvement, oftentimes having felt used and undervalued as he had not even received a thank you letter. Fortunately, as the focus and the findings of show respect study demonstrate, In the past few years, the gap between the clinical research community and the patients has narrowed. With the new targeted cancer interventions, the active participation of the patients in the clinical research is now more important as ever. The Show Respect study reminds us that the clinical trials have not been and cannot be carried out in vacuum, that they heavily rely on the collaboration and engagement of their participants, that the future of the clinical research and healthcare sectors can be bright, provided that the trial patients continue being empowered and shown the due respect and that their participation shall be recognised and cherished.
0: Show respect adds to the evidence base, showing that participants want to be informed of the results of trials, and that even when the results don't show what people hoped, participants value being informed, they can understand the results, and the importance of trials, even when the trials don't show a benefit. Providing results can give participants a sense of closure and being part of something worthwhile as trialists, we need to get better at respecting the wishes of participants around receiving results. In a future episode, we'll explore more about how we can achieve this. Thanks for joining me.